My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are doing well. I am doing well. I recently went to attended the We All Grow Summit. So We All Grow is a community for Latinas and Latinx people who really just love personal development and want to be around more Latinx folks, more Latinas. And it let's see, it was held at La Quinta, California at the La Quinta Resort and Spa, I think it was called. It was such a beautiful resort. I can't wait to take my family there um, at some point. But it was so wonderful being around a whole bunch of Latinas. Like it was just such a special, special experience. Um, Honestly, I had a lot of mom guilt going into it because my baby is so young. And I really wasn't excited about going because of that mom guilt. And I just, I don't know, it was a little, even when I was there, it really took me a while to just like be in the experience and enjoy myself because I was thinking about my baby so much. But leaving the place, like leaving this event, I I was just so filled with gratitude and um, it was just wonderful. It was so, so good. So anyways, I really enjoyed that. Um, the reason I attended was because it was the weekend before I was go- coming back to work for maternity leave. Now, my nanny isn't starting until this week. So last week I didn't have a nanny, but it was supposed to be my first week back from maternity leave. But I did get some work done with my son, um, my little newborn infant, and yeah, it was a really, really good week. I'm really excited to be back working. I do have mom guilt still about it, but I, I'm just excited to get my hands dirty and just serve the F out of you guys. So today we are starting a podcast series. I'm calling it Money Mindset Series. And there's going to be three episodes where I'm just going to talk about money. Um, specifically your money mindset. So we're going to be talking about a couple different things in the next three weeks. Um, Today, I'm talking about making money, okay? And then the next couple weeks, we're going to talk about different things. So we're going to talk about, today I'm talking about making money. I'm going to be talking about creating wealth and what, how that looks different than making money. And then I'm also going to be talking about debt and being bad at money. So we will cover all of those things in the next couple weeks. 
But today I want to talk about making money. So I'm really excited about today's episode. Before we get started, if you have been listening to this podcast and you're taking so much away from it, or if you've taken anything away from it and have it in your heart, it would mean so, so much if you can share it on your Instagram stories and share it with the world, share it with people, share it on email, text, whatever, with anybody you think would benefit from this podcast. It would mean so, so much to me. And yeah, so I would appreciate it ahead of time. Um, Outside of that, I also want to let you know, well, one, I'm so excited because Show Up and Lead Mastermind, my mastermind right now, the group is killing it. Um, We just had one of my clients hit her first six figures. Another one of my clients is just at the 90K mark in a 12-month period. So she's going to hit six figures very, very soon. Outside of just money, there are some really big transformations happening around like being able to get to your next level. Because here's the thing, a lot of people they want the goal or they want the milestone, but it doesn't always feel good holding on to it. So there's a lot of transformation happening where like healing and like honestly trauma is coming up because people are taking such big leaps in their business. Like this is super, super normal. Um, This is why, I mean, I'm a little tough love like on Instagram and just the way I coach. But if you're in my actual mastermind, you know how healing centered it is. Like it really is about you being able to feel your feelings and understand, like be able to create safety with yourself as you grow your business. It's a big part of what I do and how I teach and how I coach. So there's just a lot of transformation happening in terms of just learning how to feel safe in your business while you make money and take risks and and do new things. We have two clients who are who plan, started planning, no, three clients planning launches while I was on maternity leave and being able to touch base with them has just been so fun to see how much trust they're like they're they're creating for themselves. It's it's just been so amazing. So, if you want to be a part of this mastermind or if you're interested make sure to get on my wait list. You could find it in the show notes below, or you can find it on my website, katdelcarmen, C-A-T-D-E-L-C-A-R-M-E-N.com or on Instagram at katdelcarmen. So anyways, okay, let's just get into this episode because there is so much to talk about. And honestly, this conversation is way overdue. I've been wanting to talk about this for so, so long. And it's it's, 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 it's about time. (laughs) Okay. All right. So first, I want to start by really explaining the way I think about making money. So today we're going to talk about making money, the thoughts that I have about making money and how it's kind of evolved for me from the beginning of my business. Okay. So I want to start off with saying that the way I think about money now is that, and this is, by the way, this is as it pertains to my business, okay? The way I think about money now is that it's always 
something I can turn on and off. So when I talk about making money, I'm talking about sales. So I really, one belief I have and something I just know for sure is that I have an ability to turn sales off and on like a freaking switch. I'm going to repeat that. I have the ability to turn on and off sales anytime I want. And that's 100% available to you too. I've built this belief. This is something I've worked very deeply on for the last couple of years, but especially the last, like, I'd say eight months. Actually, you know what? I'd say a year. It was about this time last year I really started toying with this and seeing if it was available for me to believe. But I have the ability to turn on and off sales. This might feel very untrue, when you haven't attempted believing it, but it can be true to you. Like I remember the first time I heard my coach, Stacey Bayman say this, she's like, I want you to feel like you can turn it on and off sales anytime. And I was like super triggered and I was like, no, 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 no. That's like so not possible. That can't be true. Like how can that be true? Like definitely can't be true. <laughs> like I had all these thoughts about it when I first heard this. So if if this feels triggering to you or if this feels just like ridiculous, I get you. I'm with you. I've been there, okay? But here's one here's the thing. It's a decision to believe this. It's a decision to believe anything. Now, that take it's a decision, but it also takes work behind it, right? But I just want you to know that in your future whenever you're ready to entertain it, that beliefs like this one are 100% available to you, okay? But it's not available to you if you live in a space of, I don't know. If you've ever told yourself, I don't know how this happened. Now, I wouldn't even say if you've told yourself. If you've decided to believe the fact like that you create results, if you decide to like play into, I don't know how this happened. Clients just fell from the sky. I don't know how to create clients anytime I want. I don't know how to make money in my business consistently, right? Like if you tell yourself these things, like anytime you're toying with the idea of I don't know, like when you make sales, when you make sales, and then when you don't make sales, I never want you to think I don't know. I want you to either take responsibility for the sales. So I want you to like take responsibility when you have sales. And then I want you to take responsibility when you don't have sales. I'm going to repeat that again too. I want you to take responsibility of the sales that you've created the money that you've created. I want you to own it when you make money. And when you don't make money, when you don't have sales, when you have slow months, I also want you to own that too. But I want you to own it like a business owner. I don't want you to own it like you not making money is like a personal thing that makes you bad. You having a slow month, you having three slow months, you, whatever journey you're on, I don't really care what it looks like. 
But you, your work in business, at least in the beginning specifically, especially, is to build the belief that your business results have nothing to do with you personally. This is a business. Things are going to happen in your business. Unfortunately, business just doesn't grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow grow one foot in front of the other like a freaking hill. No, there are ups and downs. There are avenues. There are meadows. There are like, like there's going to be times where you're not making money for quite a few months. And then there's going to be times where you're going to be making so much money. It blows your mind. When you stick to business and you continue to learn how to become an expert at selling and marketing, you will see these type of things happen to you. But they will not happen when you decide to believe that I don't know is an option for you. So I don't want you, look, your brain's job like your brain's job is to protect you and your brain is always going to brain, right? Your brain is always going to be an asshole. Your brain is always going to be rude (laughs) when you're doing anything ambitious, right? And going after your business and trying something new, whatever it is, right? Your brain's always going to be rude. That's just like a hundred percent a part of the journey. You're never going to like get by it. It's just always going to be rude. But what you can get better at is not taking the rudeness seriously and taking the rudeness as true. So when I say rude, I mean it is normal for your brain to be like, wow, another slow month, another month with barely any sales. You only got one client this month. That's, oof, you should probably quit. Like, this is not good. This is not normal. Like, our brains can be like that. You might relate to that. Your brain might say something like that. But that is your brain doing its thing. I always like when your brain is in that space, when your mind is telling you this stuff, I always want you to look at it from the outside looking in and being like, oh, my brain is trying to protect me. My brain doesn't want me to do this new workshop and try something new. My brain doesn't want me to, you know, um, write more emails. My brain doesn't want me, some of like some of my clients need to actually rest and like slow down their posting because they're like overworkers, right? So my brain doesn't want me to rest because it feels like if I rest, then I will hun- my my audience will 100% forget about me, which means like then I won't have sales. Like that's what brains can do. But I, when I say I want you to take responsibility of like the month the the money you're not making and then responsibility of the money you are making, what I'm saying is when you are making money, right? Like let's say you had a 20 your first $20,000 month or $15,000 month or $10,000 month, whatever. Let's say you had this month where you made tons of money in cash, let's say, or sales, whatever you would like to think about it. I want instead of just being like, "Oh my god, this is amazing. How did this happen? I don't know. Oh my god, this is so exciting." La la la. Like our brains love to just like forget that we actually created that. Like 10k months don't just happen. 10k months happen incredibly intentionally. But what happens is a lot of people don't take responsibility and call the win a win. Like imagine if 
I'm thinking of LeBron James right now. Like, imagine if LeBron James, LeBron, this is that's a bad example. But <laughs> if you know anything about LeBron James, he'd never think this. But like, if LeBron James or any basketball player, if they won the World Series, the World Series, did I really call it the World Series? That's that's baseball. Wow, wow, wow. If they won the NBA championship, if they won if he won, him and his team, and they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. This is crazy. Crazy. Or even if they, let's let's not even say that. Let's not say it was like the actual, like if they just won a game. Imagine any sports team, like professional athlete, let's just say, winning a game. And then after the game, they're like, I have no idea. I don't know. Like I got really lucky on this one. No, you don't hear it because there have been so much work before it. There's been so much practice. There's been so much repetition. There's been so much failure. There's been so much of missing the shot. So when they're winning, they're not like, oh my God, we got lucky. No, because there's been so much practice. Their head's been in the game. Of course we won. And then if they lose, if they lose, you also don't hear them. Like if you ever watch the, the, um, what are they called? Like the the press will interview the players. I'm thinking of basketball right now. The press will interview the players after the games and then ask them a whole bunch of questions about the game that they just finished. And this typically happens right after the game. Like after they've showered and they're ready to go, they just ask, they answer a couple of questions with the press. And the press will ask them, like, so when they lose, they're like, what happened? What happened in this game? Like, and even the press will be like super lame and rude sometimes. Be like, what happened? Are you guys going to fail the whole season? And you'll see majority of the players, I would say, I mean, I'm just going to assume all the players, but majority of the players, especially the team leaders, the captains, all that. They're like, you know what? We're a little off our game today. That's okay. We had someone injured. Da da da. We're definitely not gonna. This isn't gonna affect our whole season. We're gonna come back next time and we're gonna kick ass. It's not like a personal attack on them that they lost a game. They're not. They know it's not like them, right? And look, for example, this is I'm talking about a team sport. But if we weren't talking about a team sport, I also can't picture Serena Williams saying like, mm, "Lost that game. Wow, I should just give up now." No match, match for tennis. <laughs> um, I'm getting all my sports mixed up. But like Serena Williams doesn't lose. Uh, I mean, she barely loses matches, but she has loses match. She has lost matches and she has lost many matches. But she also happens to be the greatest in the world. Like she's the greatest tennis player in the world, at least in my eyes. And many, I mean, pretty much. When she loses a match, she's not like, I don't know what happened. I just don't know. Must be me. 
no, she's like, you know what? I've been a little off my game. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't meditate before this, da, 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 like whatever. But like they, their brain goes straight to like, okay, what, what happened here? Why did I lose this? What, how did I get off track? Versus, wow, like I'm really bad at this. I can't believe another month of zero, another game I lost. No, I want you to own and have responsibility of when you create greatness in your business and when you create failure. We don't have to call it failure. It could be called whatever you want, but like, I want you, I want to, I want to share with you that you can find and create safety with each side. Now it takes practice. Let me be very, very clear here. This takes a whole lot of practice. One of the concepts within Show Up and Lead Mastermind, one of the concepts in the process that I teach is repeating results. Repeating results. Now, I don't mean if you create a 15K month, create another 15K month. At least not specifically. What I mean is like one result at a time, learn how to repeat results. And what that really means is I want you to really become an expert at practicing creating and making money like practicing your money-making method, your money-making method. Because your money-making method is going to look different than any other person out there. It's going to look different. You have to practice it though. And to practice it, you have to learn how to take responsibility when you do make the money. And you also have to take responsibility when you don't make the money. But come at it from this place of like, okay, what happened here? Where was I off? Where was I not repeating what I was doing the last time I created this result? Just like pro athletes, you have to practice what works over and over and over and over again. Like any basketball player will tell you, they got to practice throwing shots. They will still miss. Like even pro athletes miss shots. Even pro athletes miss, um, lose games. Even the greatest of all time athletes lose matches. But what even got them there, right? What got them to this pro level was practicing the fundamentals. And what I want you to do is practice, one, practice making the money, right? And trusting yourself, understanding your process, trusting that process, practicing it, over, over, over and over again. Every single month or whatever way you've, every single month or every single launch or whatever, you know, business structure that you have, I want you to practice 
think of it like, okay, it's another practice. Like that's the way I want you to think about your launches. Okay, I'm just practicing a launch again. We're just going to, we're going to learn a lot. I learned a lot from my last one. I'm just going to practice this again over and over and over again because you need to learn what you will learn, I should say, during this process is you will learn your own sales and marketing fundamentals, like the foundation of your sales. When you understand the foundation of your sales, when you understand the foundation of your marketing and you practice it over and over and over again, you become really great at it. It's exactly what I did in my business before. It's exactly what I'm practicing now as I scale my business in a different way. It's just practicing. You're going to practice. When you think of your launch, you're just going to practice again. It's all good. All right. So you lost a couple fucking games. That sucks. You might lose a whole season, bro. <laughs> or sis. <laughs> but like you might lose, you might have a really tough year. But are you practicing? Think of a chef. Like when a when a chef is practicing their menu items, they got to like they literally have to practice perfecting the one dish over and over and over and over and over again. And likely they're also teaching that one dish to another, to their sous chef. And then they need to practice over and over and over again. What are your fundamentals? This is what is in the root of really creating money and making money. Like the reason you have to take responsibility for it is because I want you to create your own foundation. Now, look, I teach you. I teach you a process that is going to help you get to the next level, but but your process, personal process, is going to look a little bit different. But you have to go at it and, and practice without taking it deeply personal when you don't get the result you want. I want you to think about something in your life. Likely, you could think about it in terms of whatever you sell. Like if you're a coach, if you're a coach and I want you to think about what is something in my life, and even if if you're not a coach, what is something in my life I got the end result that I wanted? What is something that you had to put work into over and over and over again? It might be what you sell. So if you're a coach and let's say you lost like, you know, 100 pounds or 40 pounds or got healthy or if you learned how to manage your anxiety or if you are on pace to retire early because you got really great at money, whatever it is for you, right? Whatever got you the result, you had to practice some skills over and over and over again until you got the desired result. You had to do that. 
you had to do that. Probably, you probably had to do that in whatever you help clients in, right? It's no different for your clients. It's no different for the people that you help. It's no different to the people you're selling to, the community you're serving. You have to be a product of what you sell. And you have to do the work to learn how to do business your way, to create your own foundation of selling to help you get to the next level so your clients so your clients can get to the next level too. Like if you're not willing to do the work, and I mean inner and outer, but if you're not willing to do the work for your clients, I mean, if you're not willing to do the work to 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 really create the goal that you want for yourself, you can't expect your clients to either. Like if they feel stuck, I would ask myself, am I feeling stuck? I think having that kind of deep empathy for your clients, and I say empathy from like, okay, like we're all the same. We're all struggling with something. We all have goals. I teach my clients with this, but to help me really understand them deeply, I have to go through that on my own with whatever is my next goal. And in this case, it's your business and growing it to your first six figures. Your clients are learning the process like you're learning the process of the next levels of your business. So what do you believe about making money? Because I just showed you like what it takes, right? Like the process of like, okay, repeating results. You got to practice over and over again. You got to take responsibility. But now I want you to really think, all right, Kat, I thought about all this. Now I really want you to think like, what do I believe about money? And what do I believe about making specifically making money? We'll talk on the other episodes of the money series. We'll talk about other things. We'll talk about debt. We'll talk about other things. But right now, I want to talk about making money. I want you to ask yourself, and I, I don't want you to filter your brain when you ask yourself this question. I really, like if if you have a notebook in front of you and a pen, I recommend writing down immediately what comes to your brain without trying to make it sound a certain way. Like let it just be sloppy and scrappy. But what are your beliefs about making money, making money, creating money? What do you believe? Because your beliefs about making money will 100% affect the way you make money. So what do you believe about making money? I'm going to share one thought I had that really kept me down in the beginning of my business. I had a thought that making money was really hard. And I had another thought 
that I have to work really hard to make money. That was like one of the main limiting beliefs I had around money. And it's also the reason I overworked myself deeply in the beginning of my business. I literally worked myself to the bone. I was exhausted. The first real six months of my business, I overworked myself deeply. It was right after I quit my job and I was just like, Mentally, I was like, I have to work harder and harder and harder and harder. And if I, and and there were moments, it was like, um, it kind of reminded me of like binge eating. Like I was either not working at all or I was working like 1000%. (laughs) That's a not right number, but you know what I mean? I was working 100% or I was working like zero. And when I was not working, I was so mean to myself in my mind. And then when I was going, putting in a hundred percent, I was also like, this better work. This got to work. This is, I got to do this. Like I had, I literally did not know how to manage any of my thoughts. I was just like, I got to work hard for this. And after a very difficult, like three months back to back, and I was so close to like quitting my business. I was like, if this is what it takes to make money on my own as an entrepreneur, I literally don't want to play this game. Even though I wanted to be an entrepreneur for like basically my whole life. That is when I realized this limiting belief that I really was holding deeply to, holding on really tightly to, I should say. And that was that it's, I have to work really hard to make a lot of money. I want you to really become an expert at asking yourself questions and debunking any limiting beliefs you have that are keeping you from making money. So if you identified a belief, so I want you to write down, I really want you to ask yourself, what do I believe about making money? I believe making money is da, 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 da. Now, if you're a person who's like, I believe making money is easy and da, 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 and you're not making it, then maybe I want you to take the above the first advice I gave, right? But some of you, I, I really want you to like dig in your brain for a limiting belief you have about money or a belief that just doesn't serve you. So once you've identified that, it, First of all, identify it. And I want you to always identify these. Like, I think it's always good for you to be curious about what your brain is telling you and like what you're just believing is true. Like, I believe that it was so normal. Like, of course I have to work hard to make money. Duh. Doesn't everyone? No. Everyone doesn't have to work really hard to make money. And it's available to me too. But at the time it felt like get the F out of here. (laughs) Like, I don't believe this. But it wasn't until I really surrendered to this belief, I was like, okay, fine. What if? What if I believe something different? So first, I want you to identify the belief and I want you to find the root of it. 
for mine, the root of it was I was raised by a single mom. My mom was like the hardest worker in the world. If you're first gen, you probably saw your parents also work themselves to the bone. Um, even if you're not, like you you want to be curious about where the root of this money belief came from. And then I want you to go to work to ask yourself questions around that money belief. So if I were to give you an example of how I would ask questions to my my old money, my old limiting money belief, it would be, so the belief was I have to work really hard to make money. The first question would be is, is that true? Like, is it true? Like, is that like 100% true? And when I say, is it true? I want like this to be fact, like something you're 100 percent sure about. So for example, if I said, is grass green? And then the next question was, is this true? Like, yeah, it's fucking true. It's green, bro. You know, (laughs) that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent true. I have to work really hard to make money. Is that true? And you might want to do some like more questions, actually a hundred percent ask more questions after that. So you might also want to ask like, Do I know this for sure? Has all the money that I've received ever, has all of it came incredibly hard? Did I have to work really hard for all of it? Even once. I want you to really go to work at asking, mining your brain, asking your brain lots of questions around like, is this 100% true? And then I want you to ask yourself, how is it not true? And come up with answers. I don't want you to just ask yourself the question. Come up with answers. What if it wasn't true? So let's just say it wasn't true, right? Like you have to work really hard to make money. If that wasn't true, like I I thought, I'll I'll give you an example of what my thinking was back then. I was like, okay, how is it not true? Or like, is, do I know this for sure? And I'm like, well, sometimes I do have money pop out of nowhere and that feels really easy. So the fact that like there's any money that I have received that comes easy means that it's not a true statement. Like it's literally not true. I have evidence. Okay. How is it not true? Well, it's not true because let's see if I really wanted to make money really quickly, I guess I could just like sell my designer bag. Or if I really wanted to make money quickly, I guess I could just like literally throw a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook marketplace and sell it for whatever price people would want, and then I would make really easy money. All right. So that's already like, we're already doing the work to like debunk the actual limiting belief. Then I want you to explore what do you have to think to make money feel easy for you and feel lighter and feel less heavy and feel less structured. Now, look, I'm not one to really go deep into affirmations and mantras and shit. It's just not my cup of tea, at least not in the way that I say it, right? So like when people say money flows 
easily to me. <laughs> um, I It doesn't come out of my brain like that. For me, one thing my husband and I say all the time, and it's because like we, I've even convinced, convinced my husband of this. We always say like money loves us. And every time we, you know, some money comes up or someone, you know, I don't know, some money comes up for some reason. We'll be like, damn, money loves us. Like it literally just like keeps coming to us and wants to date us. (laughs) That's the way like we think about it. Now, you don't have to take that thought. I just want you to start thinking like, how is it true? What do I, what can I start believing that feels really good? That is like welcoming money. One, one thought that worked for me really well in my business was everybody wants to work with me. I've said it lots of times on the podcast and to many of my clients, to all of my clients, probably everybody wants to work with me. Now that belief might not work for you and that's fine. Like take, you could do like a ladder belief, right? Like something that's going to get you there. But I want you to really explore like, okay, if I think work, like my old thought was you have to work really hard to make money. I have to work really hard to make money. Like what I turn that into is my thoughts make money. Like literally all I have to do is like think things that are money making and I make money. So I would think things like everybody wants to work with me. I would think things like I'm not in a rush. No, I'm not in a rush. I don't need this money now. It's chill. I'm on, I'm here for the long term. Money loves me. Like whatever you have to believe, and you might have to think about this deeply, but whatever you have to believe, I want you to just ask yourself, is it possible that that's true? And then I want you to go to work to to really find all the ways it is. And look, your brain is still going to serve you that like, oh my God, we're in lack, we're in this, we don't have money, da, 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 here's another month. But I want you to go back what I shared earlier. When it comes to your business, I always want you to be like, no, I'm always practicing making money. I'm getting better and better at making money. That's a good thought. I'm getting better and better at making money. I really do know how to make money. Look at all the results. I started this whole entire podcast episode saying I have the ability to turn on and off sales. Like that's a powerful fucking thought. What do you want to start believing? What do you want to hold true for you in making money in your life and in your business? That is your homework for the rest of the week. I hope you took a lot away from this episode because I think it was a good one. All right, y'all. I'm going to go cuddle with my little baby. I will see you next week. And... Yeah, come hang out with me on Instagram. I can't wait. This week my nanny starts and I'm really pumped because I just like want to show up and have fun on all my content and all my marketing. All right, I will see you next time. I send you a big, big, big abrazo 
and have a wonderful week. Bye. Hey, amiga, if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out for Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.